For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to recap the Titans' 25-16 victory over the Indianapolis Colts. Titans move to 2-1 on the season. Denard and I are going to break down what we saw in the game, our thoughts on the injury situation that the Titans might have to start worrying a little bit about. I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss that and what it means for the race for the AFC South. So before we get into that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. Football is back and better than ever, and all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface. Even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. And don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Titans covered today, D. Line, it, it was hovering this past week between like four and a half to five and a half. A lot of the conversation was around Carson Wentz. Was he going to be able to go? He ultimately plays, but it's not enough for the Colts as the Titans come up victorious. And, you know, it's just good to be 2-1, and one, especially after how the season started. But now that the Titans kind of have some games coming up to where, again, you can't take your foot off the gas, but from a competition level, it shouldn't be as daunting of a task whenever you look up the teams that you just recently played. I know you're going to say don't, don't get ahead of yourself, but before we break that down, D, how are you doing? D, I'm doing great, man. It's a beautiful day here. Beautiful Sunday. Just enjoying this beautiful weather. And I mean, check it out, D. What a beautiful victory today the Titans had over the Indianapolis Colts. So it just made my day that much better. So I'm, I'm very excited and uh, just ready to talk some football with you. I, I guess the first thing to start off here, and I, I want to kind of go on a positive note, and that is, the Titans really did face some adversity as far as the turnovers 
And there were times where it's just like, man, like this team, things aren't going their way, but they were able to really dominate the Colts in the trenches and come out on top. When you look at kind of going back to your keys last week for the Titans to win, I know you were talking about it starts up front. How do you think the offensive and defensive lines did for the Titans in this matchup? Well, I'm going to give my game ball to, of course, I'm going to start with myself because I predicted this. (laughs) I told you all the week, and even when we had a chance to talk with Lawrence, I said everything in this league is predicated by the play of your offense and defensive line. And I'll tell you what, Taylor Lewan basically bounced back. He had a great game today. And then I'm going to go on the defensive line. Big man Lorel Merchinson contributed, played well today, Dave. He got in the game, got some snaps, the former fifth-round pick from last year, and not to mention Big Jeffrey Simmons. Of course, he's dominating. I think he heard our podcast and how we called him out after the first game because the big man the last two weeks has been bringing it. He's been bringing it. And I'll tell you what, Harold Landry, Danico Autry, you don't think he was excited today, D, to face his former team? But again, number 92, Ole, Adedan- how do you how do you pronounce that? Adedanye? Adedanye. How do you say that again? Adenei. Adenei? We'll go with so that. So I was close the first time. Sure. I love that. <laughs> I love that name. But I'll tell you what, he stepped in in the absence of Bud Dupree in 92 today. Ola, Davey, this was the X factor in this game today. He was the MVP uh, for the defense along with the secondary, but the sacks, the pressure that he was able to generate coming from that rush in and that outside linebacker today, Davey, it, he played lights out. Well, Denard, you bring up Adonai, and he's also a guy from Pittsburgh, but before the season, the only one we're talking about is the big signing in Bud Dupree. Yeah. And right now, I mean, adonai has been the better signing. You want to talk about it just from a production standpoint and from a value standpoint, uh, you bring him up, he had one and a half sacks, that doesn't include one that was taken away because right. of a – it was Can't either be. a defensive holding or an illegal contact. I can't quite recall. It was holding. But, but, yeah, I mean, you look at a guy that's been able to get in the backfield, make things difficult for opposing quarterbacks. I mean, you go back to last week, he was the guy who had the safety on Russell Wilson that they didn't call. He's just been able to make play after play. And it's also helped open some things up for just the other guys on that defensive line. And as we – we know if you can get enough pressure on these cornerback or on these quarterbacks, you can fluster them out of the pocket. Just make them know that somebody's coming. It can alter that pass, and the Titans have been able to take advantage of it. You know, you look at it, Carson Wentz. That was kind of the debate we had coming in. Was he going to play? We thought it'd be Jacob Eason. It was kind of weird. They even said that had Wentz not been able to go, that Brett Hundley was going to be the guy to come in and play quarterback for the Colts. So that was very interesting. But ultimately, Wentz finished out the game. I mean, he was 19 of 37, but only for 194 yards. Didn't have a great passer rating. He didn't turn it over, but he also didn't have any touchdowns. So while I know that the Colts were struggling from an offensive production standpoint, they also had Quentin Nelson, the guard, go down, all pro guard. Titans just didn't let up. And right now, Denard, if you were to tell me that every game this year, if the Titans were to hold their opponent to 16 points, I'd take it. You, you shouldn't be losing games in the NFL if you hold your opponent to 16 points. Well, less than that, 14 is the goal. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously the goal, but yeah, like, I mean, that's just the thing, like, especially going back to how the defense played last year compared to what we're seeing right now, like, you hold them to 16, I'll take it. And granted, I, I know that the average is going to be skewed a little bit because of that first 
game against the Cardinals, but the Titans defense has showed up the last couple of weeks. Ever since the second half of that Seattle game, you're seeing them play better and better. So, obviously, Denard, you kind of look at that defensive line. You talk about them and the offensive line. I mean, what else stood out to you in this game for the Titans? Dang Cruikshank, the fourth-year pro out of Arizona. This was a major concern coming into this game. Of course, they cut Bradley McDougal uh, last week. Amani Hooker went on IR. And so that's what happened uh, with the inability last week to make a play on some of those explosive plays. They addressed that today. And I want to give a fast shout-out to secondary coach Scott Booker, who's a safeties coach, because – He's had his work cut out for him this week, trying to get a player in that in that position, in that strong safety position. Because when you look at the corners with Jack Rabbit Jenkins and Christian Fulton, by the way, they played a great game today. I want to shout out to the secondary and, of course, the Marshall KB. You know what you're going to get out of him. But the fact that Dane Cruikshank today played a really solid football game. Uh, I know he was beat on one play. Uh, but in, unfortunately, with the pressure, uh, it causes Carson to make a bad throw. But you know what? It's like Greg Williams always used to tell us. The guys on the other team, they get paid as well. But the strong safety position today, I feel like that question was answered. Who is going to be in that role of a money hooker? And Dan Cruikshank played a great game, David. I tell you what, number 29 was all over the field today. We saw him basically getting guys lined up along with KV. I think this is going to be a beautiful relationship, and I love that. I love the secondary play. I love the fact that they challenge these receivers on third down, and they won. I go back to a play uh, in the first quarter. It was a third and 10, and Christian Fulton, he, he was draped all over Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman Jr. is a good receiver, but he had a tough day because Jack Rabbit. And Christian played an excellent game. I'm talking about the coverage was tight. They played a lot of zone in the first. Like I said, first and second down, some zone. Kept everything in front of them. But for the most part, I thought the secondary, they played lights out. So I was really proud to see this defense. They played as a whole today. And the way that they play today is the way that they have to play through the remainder of these 15 games. Play together. When these players play together they, on the defensive side of the ball, Davey, what used to be the Achilles heel of this team might be the strength, and that's the secondary. Talking about Christian Fulton right now, I mean, he's been playing lights out as of late. I've, I've loved his play. You mentioned Michael Pittman. He was the Colts' leading receiver at six receptions for 68 yards, but, I mean, he was targeted 12 times. So they were trying to force-feed him the ball, and we were still able to pretty much keep him contained for the most part on the situation with the Titans' safety and having Crookshank step in. I mean, Dane's been a guy that's been on the team since 2018. You're thinking, all right, early on, going to be a primarily special teams player. You've seen him get involved in some of the trickery that the Titans try to do in some of those special teams moments. But it's it's one of those things to where it's finally been his opportunity to get the call up, and he was able to to work it out. I, I did think that given the limitations for Carson Wentz's mobility, knowing he's not going to have a lot of time in the pocket, I thought Frank Reich did a good job of trying to get a lot of screen plays involved. And early on, the Titans were biting, and the Colts were able to take advantage. But just made the necessary adjustments in the second half and were ultimately able to to hold them in the second half to just six points. So it's one of those things to where if you can do that again, you look at it, the Titans last week, uh, they only had six points in the second half for Seattle, and that was on a blown coverage. So the second half, the team's stepping up. 
de- looking at the wide receiver position, but for the Titans right now, there's some concerns when it comes to injuries because very very early in the game, AJ Brown went out hamstring injury. I don't believe he even recorded a catch. I think he had a run for three yards. I need to go back and look and see if I can exactly determine which play it was that he came up on. Julio Jones, the second half, they're not really going to him. And it's one of those things to where, I mean, I was really hoping for AJ, he'd have a bounce back game just because he played pretty poor last week. But your two main guys only have three three catches on the day. Uh, Jones and Jones had all three for 47 yards. You're having guys step up. What do you think moving forward, though, this team's going to be able to do if Julio and AJ aren't able to go? Easy. You got uh, Chester Rogers, who's played a great game today, he made some key catches. And of course, you didn't see the nice grab by Nick Westbrook Akine. Uh, just put the score up 14 to 7 on that nice little slant route. I mean, that's what it takes. Listen, the way that it works is that when you get in a when you have a number on a team, that means you have a role. And so when you lose, of course, A.J., who's out for a hamstring, and with those hamstring injuries, we don't know when he's going to be back, or even when he comes back, he might not be 100%. You can't rush that hamstring. I've had a hammy before, and it is a, it's just an injury that just aggravates you. You know, you just, you can't do anything. And then you look at Julio. So you got your number two out, but guess what? Other guys have to step up. When your number is called, you know, they expect you to make a play. It, it doesn't matter if it's 2, 11, or number 80, or when we saw what, what happened when Nick Westbrook got in there. We've we talked about players that are not starters stepping up this year, and they might be the difference makers in this team going forward. And we saw that today at the wide receiver position. I thought Chester Rogers, the former Colt, he had a great game, scored a touchdown today. And Nick Westbrook Akine stepped up on that nice grab to put the Titans up 14 to 7. That's what it's going to take because, Davey, the way that this league works, you know, as the season goes on, you know, it's inevitable that somebody's going to go down. The question is, is who's going to step up? And to watch these two guys step up today, it was phenomenal. And I was very proud of both of them because people, they, they focus so much on Julio and AJ. And then they sometimes they relax. I've seen secondaries relax, relax when you get two guys that you don't necessarily know that much about. And I tell you what, in this game today, they wore Indy out. I, I thought Ryan, and I'm not, I, I know we're going to get to him later, but man, what a game by Ryan Tannehill. He just, he just continues. It seems like the older he gets, he's like Tom Brady. He just gets better and better with age. Well, yeah, that's one of the things about Ryan Tannehill that really kind of frustrates me is that you look at the talent that he has, he's just, in his prior stop, he didn't really have someone that was able to figure out how to best utilize it now. But hey, to uh, to that end, it's it's been to our benefit. I will say, though, D, like with the receivers, the injuries, and that, that extends to Anthony Ferkser, who was also out. So you look at it right now, I don't know what's going to happen next week when we play the Jets, but you got if Julio, AJ, Anthony Ferkser, Josh Reynolds are not able to go you really are kind of lacking at the weapons department. But fortunately, you do have Derrick Henry, who's able to really make things happen on the ground game, especially in the second half. Once again, he was just able to eventually take over, and that defense was worn out. I did love the play that he had over Darius Leonard, where he just basically bulldozed him. But I will say, from a receiver standpoint, we got there are some mistakes they got to clamp down on. Uh, one of, or at least two of Ryan's interceptions were tipped off, tipped by the receivers, and you just can't have that. 
fortunately, that's where 10 of the points for the Colts came from was off of turnovers. So got to cut that out, especially to lose this turnover battle like you did today from a margin standpoint and to still win by nine points, pretty spectacular. And But, but against some of these better teams, you're not going to be able to do that. The most targeted player, you had a three-way tie between Jones, Westbrook, Akeem, and Jeff Swain. So obviously, you're going to have to spread the ball around more. Nick's got to do a better job of holding on there. I mean, that could have been disastrous. That fumble where he's close to going into the end zone, they go down there and score. Who knows what happens? But I mean, you had an opportunity to knock it on the door, go up two scores, and we unfortunately turn that over there. So you got to clean up those simple mistakes. But the other injury news I wanted to mention, Nard, I don't know if you've seen this, but they have announced that Titans rookie Rashad Weaver has a broken fibula. He's out indefinitely. We will see how long that takes for him to be able to come back. Uh, I'm not sure on the severity of it. Uh, it could be something to where he has to miss the rest of the season. It might be something he's able to come back from. Uh, TBD on that one. But it's one of those things, man. You, you got to take care of your body. And it's it's a long season. It's, I mean, anyone who's played the game, Denard, you can tell me it's it's a long season. So you got to make sure you take care of yourself. Yeah, you can take care of yourself. It's still a, it's taxing on an individual's body. You know, the human body is really not made for this kind of contact. <laughs> That's why this is a, a special group of young men uh, that are able to play this game. So, and no matter what you do, we saw that today. A lot of guys are going uh, down in a league. We saw Saquon Barkley limp off today. You can work out, Davey, until you blew in the face. And unfortunately, injuries is just a part of the game when guys are ramming their bodies uh, in one another. And the, the physical contact, you got some of the strongest men, the biggest men. And unfortunately, that's just the nature of what guys do when they put that uniform on. They're all, you're, you're prone to injuries. I mean, it's just, it happens. It's the nature of the game. But again, you know, you just have to remember that you have, what, 53 guys plus the practice squad. And when it's your time and your number is called, I don't care if you're a starter, a second year, first year guy. When your number is called, they expect you to make a play. So that's the mentality that they have to take, uh, even if you're not a starter, that, listen, it's it's an opportunity for me. You know, that's the way you have to look at it. Yeah, and while we're on the topic of injuries, I uh, would like to take a moment to talk about Balance 7. Great way to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Not familiar with Balance 7. Been proud to talk about them lately. But Balance 7 is a pH-balancing alkaline supplement drink. It's like vitamins or supplements, but in a liquid form. And just one ounce a day, three times a day, and in one week, you will see the effects. Right now, you can go to Balance7.com and use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. You'll get $10 off their 32-ounce bottle. The bottle lasts 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to fill the pH balancing drink. Go to work. Again, that's Balance7.com and use the code BELIEVE at checkout. All right, D. So, a little banged up. Hopefully, they can get that fixed. But I, I at least like that the team has come back. You're seeing the fight in them after dropping the first game. And before we, we get over, I, I would like to take a moment to talk about Ryan Tannehill's moxie before we look ahead to kind of what's coming. But Tannehill right now, I know his stats weren't incredible. I mean, you look at it, 18-27, 197 yards. He did have three touchdowns in the two picks. But what he was able to do on the ground really did help keep the team and that offense moving. Five carries for 56 yards. I know Derek had 28 carries for 113 yards. It's crazy. We just real quick on this tangent. I mean, I think we take it for granted how great of a player and what Derek is able to do because now we just see a hundred yards in the stat sheet for him. We're like, oh yeah, that's kind of what we expect. 
Whereas you go around, you look at other teams across the league. That's not something you you should be seeing, let alone every game. Like it seems like that's what we see as Titans fans. But Ryan able to get this offense moving, and I, I just love how he's been playing as of late. He now moves to twenty and nine as the starter since taking over in Nashville. So you can do that. You're going to have a job for a long time in the NFL. If you can win two out of every three games you play, you're going to be just fine. You're going to have that opportunity. And right now, Ryan's making the most of it. D, what was the best thing you saw about his performance today? Well, you know what? It starts with those two interceptions. Listen, one of those is not his fault. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, Chester Rogers, you know, he's got to catch that. You got to help your you got to help your quarterback in that situation. Unfortunately, that's going to go on Ryan, but that's not Ryan's fault. And you saw Ryan kind of when he went to the sideline, he was talking to Chester about that play. The only thing they both were saying was shake it off. We'll come back. You know, it's over. But what I love about Ryan is his poise. You think about that boot and the boot play right in the fourth quarter where he scampers uh, to get that first down, which actually ended up milking the clock. Those are the little things. I don't really get into the stats, but you talk about the three carries for 58 yards. That was a career high in rushing today for him. So that was huge. But what I love about him is his, his elusiveness. You know, you go back to his days at Texas A&M. He was a receiver, Debo. He started, you know, two years at A&M before he got moved to quarterback. He was the starting receiver. And a very good one. I mean, I think Ryan could have been a high draft pick, you know, if he would have stayed at receiver. That's how good he was when he played at AM. That's what I remember him for. Because when they moved into quarterback, he really he was good, you know, but you knew that, okay, this guy, this, this is a this is a freakish athlete. Cause it's hard to play one position in college, never alone two. But what you love about him, Davey, is the fact that as he's getting older, he's like Tom Brady. They're very poised. They don't allow adversity to affect them. And that's the difference between a young quarterback and a veteran. It's like when he makes a mistake, when he, even when he threw the pick to Darius Leonard, okay, that was an air apparent. He shouldn't have thrown that. But you know what? You forget about it. Guys don't even think about it. That's what great, that's what, excuse me, that's what veterans they do. They're able to shake it off. And in this league, and I'll tell a lot of young quarterbacks this, is look at the way Carson Wentz played today and you look at Ryan Tannehill. For all you young guys that want to play quarterback, look at look at how banged up Carson was. This is a man that really he's supposed to be on uh, injured reserves right now. He's not even supposed to be playing. We were not even anticipating him this early in the season. But if you look at how he played, the fact that he had both ankles, literally he was in a cast playing on a field. That's called that's like the grit. That's mental fortitude. And that's something that you cannot coach is you either have it or you don't. And then when you look at Ryan Tannehill, again, you're talking about a player that was ran out of Miami. Basically, he revitalized his career in Tennessee, and now he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Now, forget about numbers because we, we, we focus so much on stats, but look at his throws. Look at the fact that and what scares me about Ron is he needs to learn how to slide. I, every time he runs the ball, Davey, I'm sitting there saying to myself, Ron, please get down. But yeah, you like know slide, what? That's man. his play. That's him. Yep. No, he's definitely not the guy to slide. I think they even asked Derrick Henry, or Derrick Henry said something about that in the postgame presser. He's just like, yeah, we've told Ryan to get down, but that's just not what he does. And, of course, Coach Frable had a few words for him, like, come on, man. And, like, I, I get it. I like the toughness. I like that he's willing to kind of go in there. But at the same time, it's one of those things where, buddy, like, unless the game is absolutely on the line, like, 
get your ass down, man. Like, yeah, I, I can't, I, I can't agree. afford to to watch this team without you having to play quarterback because we just we don't currently have the depth at the quarterback position to where somebody can come in and provide anywhere near the spark that he does while he's out there. So yeah, definitely learn to slide. I don't know if we'll get that, but surely like you gotta. I don't know. At at a certain point, it's just man, we can't afford you to take unnecessary hits, Denard. So. This game is one that's great that you'll be able to beat up on an AFC South opponent. Uh, the Colts, obviously, they have some injury concerns too moving forward. They still look like they're going to be your biggest threat moving forward. And right now, Titans 2-1. and one, uh, When you look at the rest of the division, you have the Texans and the Colts both at 1-2. and two. Uh, Texans would have the advantage right now just because they have the one win over Jacksonville in the division. And then Jacksonville's 0-3. But if you're Tennessee, your next two opponents, and I know you're going to tell me, like, you've got to take the record out of it, and I, I agree at the same time, but right now you're going up against two rookie quarterbacks, the first and the second overall pick, and they both have been struggling. So this is an opportunity to really make sure that you're able to put the pressure on them and go ahead and, and walk away with two wins in back-to-back weeks whenever you take on the Jets next week. You are in New York. And then the following week, you come back and you actually go down to Jacksonville. So you got two games on the road back to back. How are you feeling heading into these two games, Denard, right now? Just based off of we're just going to take a step back. We've played three games. You've won two. You lost the first one. How are you feeling about this team as we move forward for the rest of the season? No different than I felt today. It's all about you control your destiny. You control the narrative in your room by how you play. What you don't do as a team and what you don't do as an organization is don't try to look into someone else's uh, office building, okay? They're going to go up to beautiful uh, New York and they're going to uh, be playing against a team that's going to be, let me just say this, Davey, they're going to be, they're going to be mad. Let's just say it like this, because Robert Soleil, they took a, they just got beat down today, zero to 26. And what he's telling his team is, listen, we probably got, we have one of the hottest teams coming in. We need to make a statement. And I've been in both locker rooms before. I've been on a young team uh, before that didn't know how to win. And let me tell you something, the way that you gain your confidence in this league and the way that you get your swag back is to beat a hot team like Tennessee. So if you're Tennessee, you remember it's all about what we do. We're not worried about the next opponent. We're not even worried about Jacksonville. But I promise you this, is that if you overlook Zach Wilson, if you overlook the fact that you're going to be playing against CD next week, guess what will happen? You'll get that L. You can't do that in this league. There's no, and I know my, I know the fans have said, Denari, you say this every week. There's no disparity in, this, in the National Football League. You cannot take one team lightly. Take the record, throw it out of the window. Take the record, don't even think about it, and go down there and take care of your business. Because if you don't, it would be much like the game in Cincinnati last year. They didn't take care of their business with a team that was 1-4-1. And when you, I tell you, they had a young rookie quarterback too last year by the name of Joe Burrow. Now, I'm not faulting Zach Wilson because he went to BYU and Joe Burrow went to LSU. But what I've said, do not take your opponents lightly in this league or you will get beat. Yeah, the Jets right now, I mean, they're 0-3, and the most points they've scored in the game is 14, and they did that week one against the Panthers. They're definitely reeling. They are trying to figure out something to get a spark going. Zach Wilson really been struggling so far. 
and they're just really void of weapons when you do look at that roster. It's one of those things where the Titans just need to go and take care of business because if you do just look at the talent differential between the two teams, Titans are clearly the better team. So you just have to go in, make sure you're properly going through your game plan, just scout them well because you can get Zach Wilson to make some mistakes. I mean, it's just he's a rookie quarterback that's really been struggling. Make sure you take advantage of the opportunity right now and come out victorious. And we'll talk more about the Jets later on this week, Denard, as we kind of break down that game, give it a little bit of a preview. But right now, it's just happy happy times in Nashville. You've got a leg up in the division. You take down the Colts, who should be your biggest thorn in your side when you're looking at winning the AFC South, which is the first place to, or first thing you got to do whenever it comes to making the playoffs to host a playoff game this coming year. But D, on the way out, I'll say that I thought it was a great performance in the regard that even when the breaks were going against you, you managed to come back and you didn't let one mistake snowball into a couple of mistakes. I thought the team was actually very sound and disciplined. You didn't see many stupid penalties. You're obviously going to have a couple here or there when you're talking about some pass interference, illegal contact. That's just the way the game's played nowadays. And I, I did think that you were fortunate that like the officials weren't calling holding. There were several times I thought they could have called it on the Colts. They just never really did. But Titans just decided to go out there, play their game. They made life difficult for Carson Wentz. Didn't let the Colts get much going in the running game. And then Ryan Tannehill, whenever it came push to shove, was able to go down there. And I also want to give a shout-out, Randy Bullock, uh, Fat Randy as they call him, doing a great job, man. Uh, keep that up because I love it when I don't have to have a conversation about the kickers. And on the, way, on the way with that, I would like to say, my gosh, Justin Tucker, NFL history oh, today. 66. 66-yarder. He's, ter- he's from Texas. And he you went got, to Texas. Yeah, and you got the doink too, man. The doink right into the into the net. So incredible. I really was hoping Detroit would be able to get the win there to give a, a loss to the Ravens just in case things get crazy come wild card time. But Titans able to take care of the Colts, move to 2-1, and one. Get ready, get prepared next Sunday. D, we'll be back later to talk about it. But on the way out, I want your closing thoughts on this game and what we got coming forward. Chester Rogers, Nick Westbrook, Akine, Ola Adanye. Is that right? Adanye. Oh, hey. Adanye. 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 Say that again. Adanye. Adanye. How, how, how you could pronounce his name? And he's what, Nigerian of the I can't do it. I can't pronounce his first name. Uh, we just call Ola, him Ola for short. Ola. So oh, get, no, there's, the there's about another either. 10 letters after that. Oh, don't you get on that. So anyway, I like to say this. Chester Rogers, Nick Westbrook-Akine, Ola, Dan Cruikshank, these guys will have a huge role in uh, determining if this team is 3-1. and one. So young guys, this is an opportunity for them to step up. If they play a big game Sunday, then this team have the they, – they will uh, be 3-1. and one. If not – then, Davey, I don't know because it's going to come down between how these four play because you know why? It's the next man up mentality, and that's exactly the way that you have to look at it. So, Because we don't know if Julio is going to be back or AJ. Yeah, definitely got to take advantage, get healthy, and we'll see what happens. We'll be here. Hopefully we'll have more of an injury update as we break down the or as we preview the Titans versus the New York Jets early this week. But, D, as always, thank you for coming on to talk about the Titans with me to our audience. We always appreciate you tuning in. We love your feedback, and we just continue to look forward as the season progresses. But that is going to wrap it up for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. 
and as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.